Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the G Perspective. I am your host, George Michael Perez, aka G Mike. Y'all already know what it is. Got another exciting episode. I got two old time guests, two of my classmates, my boys, my dudes, Justin Frazier and Logan Peter. How you doing, my dolls? I already know. We're back again. Love being on the pod. That's why I'm back for the second straight week, George. <laughs> love it. Love it. I'm happy to be on here. As soon as you last uh, last time I was on here, George, like come back for the playoffs. And I've been mentally preparing myself to come back. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, man. No, I've been excited to get both of you on here because obviously we're in the same degree and we're in the same program. I'm sorry. And you know, we're doing our thing. We're striving forward to what we're trying to accomplish and trying to be on camera as sportscasters. Sir. Yeah, man. Hey, so real quick before we get into this NFL playoff picture, because you know it's gonna be an exciting few weekends from here until February. Clay Thompson is back in the NBA, fellas. He's playing ball again, baby. Just like Kyrie Irving was last week. Clay Thompson is back now. He's played two games already, dog. How do you guys feel about that? Dawson, take over, bro. Man, I feel like I'm excited. I haven't seen him since. I was at a whole nother school last time he played, but it does seem like he's he's adjusting to the game. He has to learn how to how the twenty twenty two basketball goes. So hopefully by playoff time he'll be back to his normal self. Yeah, man. I mean, for me, it's like kind of like we were talking about last week, George with Kyrie. It's like whenever Clay Thompson on the court, he's a straight game changer right off the rip. He can make any shot he wants to whenever he wants to. So like Justin just said, if he can adapt to today's game and you know get back to where he was before the injury <sighs> dangerous team once again. I mean, not that they already weren't dangerous, but the fact that they're going to put him back into the mix. <sighs> yeah, man, no, for sure. He's going to be that lethal shooter that they always had and now will need to go forward. But what I loved, bro, was that freaking slam. He had that poster. He had that was exciting. I got everybody riled up off the bench, the fans, people watching at home, bro, that that thing was crazy, bro. And it's great when you like when you see it and all, because when he goes up, like the fan inside you can only think, oh, God, don't get hurt. <laughs> like, don't get hurt when you're coming back Facts. down, right? Like, come on, bro. He went down. He came up. He saw that mean mug he gave to the rest of the whole arena. He was like, yeah, I'm back. Hey, he I'm back. back. He, he, he left a shooter. He came back a slasher. <laughs> it looks like it, bro. It looks like that ACL was nothing. <laughs> he coming back as a damn slasher, like you said. He dunking on people. He's like, yo, forget shooting. I'm not gonna shoot no more. I'm gonna just straight Michael Jordan on motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, so the wild card is this weekend. We got a bunch of exciting games going on from Saturday afternoon to Monday night. It's going to be a crazy weekend. We got our teams in there. Wait. Well, not, not all of us, but we got our teams. <laughs> yeah. uh, you had to do it to him. You know? you had to I had it. to. I had to. I mean, I hey, you year. guys. Next year, next year. You guys, you guys were promising though. The Denver Broncos were promising, but you know, Teddy Two Gloves, he, he couldn't do it for you guys. You guys got, um, you guys got rid of your coach. Yeah. So many uh, coaches have been fired. Is is crazy. It's a mix up. Yo, it's gone. I threw a party, a huge party. 
Yeah, real quick, speak on that. Speak on that, head coach. You, you think it's going to be a good move for you guys? I do think his firing, he wasn't like a terrible person. He was a good leader, but you would just see like the lapses in coaching when we would go against elite coaches. We, we play Logan. His team, he has a rookie coach, and we got out coached. So, I mean, it was frustrating just to have him as a head coach, and I'm glad that he's gone. Not No disrespect, but I'm glad that he's gone now. Hey, it's your team, bro. If you feel like you need a new coach to get you guys up on wild, I want so an offensive it. coach. I, I defense brought me a Super Bowl. It's 2022. I want an offense. I want to be able to score 30 points a game. I don't care. I want an offense. Nah, you guys need that definitely because your defense is is straight, is strict, and people are not really scoring on you guys like that. But jumping into the wild card. You know, we're going to go game by game. I want to hear your predictions and the key elements for each uh, prediction that you got. I'm going to start off with Logan first because, you know, you had to get that Denver Broncos uh, spirit off your chest right there. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday, the first game at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time is going to be the Raiders against the Bengals. That's going to be tough right there. That's going to be a tough game. Oh, man. So I'm just, like, I'm trying to wrap my head around the whole Las Vegas Raiders, right? Like, who are these guys? Like, no, one, no one really quite knows who these guys are. The fact that they're in the playoffs right now after everything that they've endeavored as a team is miraculous in itself. The Cincinnati Bengals are a good football team, man. They're a good football team with not – they don't have that many flaws, right? One flaw I will say that I think the only way the Las Vegas Raiders can somehow manage to upset the Bengals would be that offensive line is terrible. That offensive line is terrible, right? Joe Burrow was sacked 51 times this year. Or pressured, sorry, pressured 51 times this year. Like, that, that's bad. Oh, no, sorry, no, 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 sorry. He got sacked 51 times, sorry. <laughs> Not pressures, he got sacked. That's bad, right? So, for me, the only way Oakland, or Oakland, the only way Vegas wins that game is if guys like Max Crosby are getting to that quarterback early and often. But otherwise, it's going to be a long, long day for that Vegas secondary. What you think, Justin? You think Vegas is going to take it over Cincinnati? I got the Bengals as well. Just like Logan said, he stole my point. <laughs> the Raiders have two actually very good pass rushers in Max Crosby and Unique and Gakwe. So them being able to take advantage of the Bengals' weak offensive line will be very important. But the only way the, the other way the Raiders could win is the Bengals secondary hasn't been that good. So hopefully Derek Carr in his first playoff game will be able to have some success on that secondary. But I have the Bengals. Yeah, man, Cincinnati, their defense is, is scares me, bro. I can't pick them. I can't like solidify a pick with them. Like if I had to put money down, I cannot solidify that pick just because of their defense. But their offense, bro, oh my God. A four-headed mon no five-headed monster that they got on offense. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. That they go crazy. Crazy. But but the Raiders' defense is is another great defense in the league. So I think it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be a close game. Maybe one of the teams win by a field goal. I can't really put a pick on it. But if if you tell me right now I got to put some money down to pick a team, I'm going to pick Cincinnati. I can't trust Las Vegas, man. After all the stuff that they went through, man, like I, I don't know. I think karma's going to come and bite them. 
for sure. Yeah, man, it's 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 tough with Vegas, man. Like I said, like they're they're a tough team to read, especially from everything that's gone on. To me, like kind of exactly what Justin said. If Joe if Joe Burrow finds a way to find guys like Jamar Chase and T Higgins downfield, that secondary will not, and I cannot emphasize this enough, will not be able to hold those two down. It just won't happen. Yeah, yeah. So the next game we got that same night on Saturday at eight fifteen p.m. Eastern time, we got the Patriots against the Bills, and that's a divisional game right there. So you already know it's gonna be on and popping, Justin. Man, so look, the first game it was mad windy, and the Patriots won with Mac Jones throwing what do you throw, three passes, and but they ran over two hundred yards. Next game, Josh Allen he let he lit them up. I don't feel like the Patriots' offense is explosive enough. I their defenses are kind of the same. They do both. They both do well against the pass, but they struggle against the run. I just think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox, I just feel like that's too much for Mac Jones to keep up with at this time in his career as a rookie. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. What about you, Logan? I, 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 tend, I tend to agree with Justin, right? I, I, I do believe that Buffalo is going to squeak by New England this weekend. I don't see them going much farther than this weekend because they're – Besides the nine, or they played eleven teams that failed to reach the postseason, and they were nine and two. Uh, they're two and four against teams that haven't made the postseason, and one of those wins is against the New England Patriots. I do see them getting another win because, kind of exactly what Justin said, Mac Jones look, looks more like Zach Wilson than Tom Brady when they don't have a sustainable running game. So, to me, if you're the Buffalo Bills, take Damian Harris and uh, gosh, what is their backup's name? Stevenson. The big boulder boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You take those two out of the game and you're going to have big problems on the New England side. What is up with the Zach Wilson? Just God, dog. Jeez. Dude, I'm telling you, look at Mac Jones statistics this year, right? If you take every single time that Damian Harris or like if those two running backs, if they don't combine for 100, 100 to 120 yards, Mac Jones is not a good quarterback. Not this year, at least. yikes hot take jeez look if it was if it was the beginning of the regular season like week one week two i would have agreed with y'all and picking buffalo to go and even probably win it all because their defense and their and their uh, and their offense are just great but the way that bill belichick have been coaching this new england patriots freaking team man I think they're going to overcome, bro. I think Mac Jones is going to go out there. He's going to show the world what he's got. Belichick is going to do some some voodoo type stuff on <laughs> Buffalo, you know, like how he always does in divisional games. And he's going to take that win from under them, bro. He's going to shut Josh Allen down with that amazing defense that they got. Stephon Diggs, maybe he'll get like eight targets with like five catches, maybe a touchdown with like 50 yards. But their running game, bro, I don't like their running game at all. They got no running game. Their best rusher is their quarterback. You can't win like that, man. And especially against a great defense like that. Nah, I got New England all the way. Listen, it's it's I'm a betting man, right? And I'm staying far away from this game. I'm taking the under, right? Like I don't want anything to do with either of these teams because, like you said, it is it's close, right? And they're they're two teams that have already seen each other twice this season. I will say. 
for New England's advantage, in my opinion, it is borderline impossible to beat a team three times in the same year. So the fact that they split, I think, gives them a better chance already straight off the rip. It is so hard in this league to beat the same team three straight. That's why I think if the Eagles play the Cowboys, you're in for something. I'm telling you, because there's something about beating a team three times in a year that not many other teams can do. Go ahead, look it up. It don't happen often. It don't happen often. I want to let you know something right now. For the Eagles and the Cowboys to play again, y'all have to reach the NFC Championship game. And I'm telling y'all both, I'm sorry, neither of y'all. <laughs> yeah, let's get to that. Let's get to that. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, get to, to that, that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. But first, before we talk about the Eagles versus the Cowboys, we got to talk about the Eagles versus the Bucks. That's the first play, first game that they got to <laughs> worry about is Tampa Bay. Peter, you, Logan, you think, you, you think they're going to overcome it? You think they're going to get that upset? Do it, Logan. Do it, Logan. <laughs> Say the truth. The Be honest. Yeah. Be Pull honest. The trigger, Logan. Yo. Hey, ready? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be dead straight honest with you folks. If the Eagles are rushing the ball for over 120 yards, they're winning the football game. Okay. Jeez. I'm sorry, bro. They they are they are one of the they are one of the most dominant teams in the league. If you can run, if they can run the football on you, if you stop their run game, they're a top, they're a bottom five, they're, they're a bottom feeder in the league, right? That's we saw that the first five to six weeks of the season. They were throwing the ball 67% of the time. They were a terrible football team. They ended up being two and five. You go now, fast forward to the other half of the year. Granted, they played a little bit better or a little bit worse teams, but they didn't have a very, they had a pretty easy schedule all year, right, is my point. So the fact of the matter is they changed their philosophy so differently that they were running, like Denver, for perfect example, one of the first games where they started implementing this rush first offense, bro. Run the ball and play defense. When your defense isn't on the field for 40 minutes in a game, it's very, very easy for them to stay upbeat and stay ready. Most of the time when Jalen Hurts is on the ball, especially those first couple of weeks, it's three and out. Boom, boom, boom. Jonathan Gann's defense back on the field every single time. They get worn out. And they're old, bro. They got an, they have a good defense, but they're old, man. Darius Slay is old. Roddy McLeod is old. Fletcher Cox is old. These guys are old, bro. Like, they can't be on the field for 40 minutes. Going back to this game, like I said, when Vita Vey is off the field, talk you, that run talk. The ball, talk that you run talk. the ball. You run the ball every time, right? You run the ball every time Vita Vey is not on the field. And when he is on the field, you got to run it two out of three times still. That is the only way you're going to get a chance to win this game. If Tom Brady stays off the field and you control the run game, there's a chance. And I like the chances, man. I like the chances. I th- I'm taking the bird. Like Logan said, if the <laughs> Eagles can run the ball successfully, they have a good chance. They average 160 yards a game, which is crazy, incredible, like incredibly impressive. However, and a 49% chance. How high, that's that's high. That's high. That's that's high. That's that's a little high. That's higher. That's higher than I thought you. I, that's higher than I would give them to be honest. Oh, <laughs> we talked about the Eagles' offense against Tampa Bay's defense. Everything Logan said was correct. But then when you flip the side, and the Eagles' secondary is really good. Let's just get that out of the way. But their pass rush isn't very good, and the Bucks' offense. Oh, is- whoa, 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 whoa! Right, wait a minute. I don't know about that. I don't know about the pass rush not being good, Dustin. Listen, the pass rush is all right. The problem is who they're playing, they're going to have no chance to have a pass rush because it's going to be five – check down. Oh, did you, did you check down. So it's oh, not let, good. Oh, so it's let, not good. You're right. You're, you're, so it's not good. No, it is, though. The fact of the matter is it is good because let me tell you this. The Dallas Cowboys would have the same problem going into Tampa Bay. You're telling me they don't have a good defensive line? 
No, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Don't no, flip the on, switch on this. Don't flip the switch. This is what I'm this trying to tell you. This is Tampa Bay against Philly. No, 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 this is no, what I'm no, trying no, to tell you, though. No, Any no, team no, no, that no. goes into this situation against Tom Brady, yes. he showed it all year. You automatically have a bad pass rush against Tom Brady because he doesn't give Brady. the pass rush a chance to get home. Way different. First of all, the Eagles rank in the bottom half in pressures, pressure, percentage, sacks, all that. The Cowboys are in the top half. Like, don't, don't, don't come to George. The Bucks, I'm not coming. I'm not coming at George. <laughs> not coming at George. The George's team. The Bucks are good. Obviously on offensive line. Obviously Tristan Wirfs, all that. And yes, Brady is quick with the quick checkdowns. Scotty Miller, Mike Evans. They don't have Godwin. They don't have AB. Obviously. So the chances you guys had went from about five percent to about ten. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. If Tom Brady's the GOAT, man, I'm not pinning against the GOAT in the wild card round, bro. Dude, man, it, that, it's it's crazy to me how he's this age. He's, what, 44? He's <laughs> 44 years old. This guy is a freaking alien, bro. He's not from planet Earth. This guy is slinging the ball like he's 24, man. Yo, he, he just dissects defenses. Defenses go crazy when they see him. They don't know what to do. They look like they're, they're, they're praying to the gods. Like, oh, my God, please have, make Tom Brady have a bad game. That's what the, that's what Philly got to do because Tampa Bay is going to spank that booty, boy. <laughs> hey, uh, Justin, team pass rush win rate for the Eagles. They're number four in the league. Dallas is 11. Uh, let's go okay. back to another one. Team pass block win rate. Eagles, number three. Has I'm just saying, I'm just, listen. Has block win rate is for the offensive line. No, 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 no. The offensive line would be the run stop win rate along with, listen, look, I'll sh- I'm actually, gonna, I'm going to send it, I'm going to send it, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you, I'm I'm send send it it to you as soon as we get off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like the fact that you stay a fan, you stay true to your team. I got Tampa Bay. Listen, hopefully hopefully listen, it's a close again, game. It would love wanna, to be a close game. I want to I want to I want to say this again. If I was a betting man, like I'm not I'm not betting on the Eagles. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Let me tell you that. I'm I'm not I will never bet against the GOAT, right? It just won't happen. Not for me at least. I can't I can't bring yeah. myself to do that, right? I just can't. All right. But fact fact of the matter is, which one which one of you two looked at the Eagles chances with Big Dick Nick in the Super Bowl and said, "Yeah, they're going to go and beat Tom Brady?" Because I promise you, you were saying five to ten percent. Just like right now. With Terrell Owens? Hope you didn't call it. No, not with Terrell Owens. When Uh, they won it. Oh, when when they they won it. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Logan, we need to talk to you. We need to talk about you. That actually probably was a ten percent chance, though, the the T.A. one. (laughs) We're talking about you calling another grown man, Big Dick Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, I'll be saying that till the day I die, Justin. He gave me a ring. The backest of the backest quarterback. He gave me a ring. Let's go. All right, we'll jump into the next one. We, we got the 49ers against the Cowboys at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, which will be the, the second game on Sunday. And I'm going to go first on this one, boys, because you already know it's my team. It's America's team. It's everybody's freaking team. Go look at the damn <laughs> reviews. Go look at the stats. Go look at all the ratings. It's America's team, baby. That will never change. All right? First of all, the Cowboys need to stop that that rush. 
for sure, a hundred percent. If we don't stop that rush, I think the Niners can come off with a a win, maybe by a field goal or a touchdown. But if we stop that rush, Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna be terrified. He's gonna be sweating bullets while he's throwing the ball either deep or towards the middle towards George Kittle, and it's gonna get picked off. He's gonna get sacked by Michael Parsons like five, six times. If he if they cannot get the rush going, if San Francisco cannot get the rush going, they are not going to win this game. He said five or six. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead, Dustin. Let's hear it, man. I want to hear what you got to say. George, you know you my boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's how you I know don't... it doesn't start good when you say that shit. What happened was, what happened was. That's how, he, that's how he started the last one before he was about to talk about Tom. Logan, you're my boy. Logan, you're my boy. I love y'all, man. I love y'all, but I got the 49ers in an upset. I feel like their run game is too strong. The Cowboys rank 23rd against the run. Um, Yeah, you got my – the only worry for me with the 49ers win this game is Jimmy G. The Cowboys lead the league in takeaways. So, therefore, with Trevon Diggs, obviously, leading the league with 11 picks. You got Michael Parsons as a pass rusher, extraordinary rookie season for him. Not even just a pass rusher, linebacker, everything. If Jimmy G can avoid the big turnover, I think the 49ers will win the game. He ain't going to avoid it. He going to throw to Diggs Island. You like that? You like that R&B? You like that R&B? Go check, go check me on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you find your music. Amazon Music. I want to add it to my playlist. Add it as an ad lib when the Cowboys win. Diggs Island, baby. Diggs Island, giving up 1,100 yards on the year. That's fine. That's that's because he's trying to go for the interceptions, baby. You will know if you play the corner that, position. Is that what you're supposed to do when you play the corner position? Are you supposed to stop no, the plays? No, no you're supposed no, to stop the plays, George. Stop the yards. He's an stop animal. the big chunk yards. He's an right. animal. He's a, he's a monster out there. He's a ball hog. He's a ball hog. That's what he is. I'll he's give a you that. monster out there, bro. I'll he give you that. plays his own game out there. And look at him. Freaking and sometimes that's a bad thing, this. George. True. Sometimes true. that's a bad thing. True, but I put my trust in him all day. All day. If you get, if Listen, you get 11, I, would, I would too. If you get 11 interceptions, I ain't going to trip. Just go ahead. <laughs> right, right, go ahead. Do you. Do you. <laughs> you better you better fucking trip, bro, because if you're giving up 1,100 yards, bro, like you're not a good cornerback. You're a ball hog, yo. That's all he is, bro. He's a ball I'll hog. take that. Hey, I'll, I'll put him hog. on Debo all day. Hey, one-on-one. Follow Debo all over the field. Follow <laughs> Dude, Debo you're going to have problems. Field. You're going to have problems if you put him one-on-one with Debo all day. You're going to have problems. I guarantee Ron it. Biggs is not as bad as people make it out to be. I'll take a ball hog. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying he's the worst cornerback on earth, right? But the fact of the matter is people are claiming this guy to be like the second coming of Deion Sanders because he plays the ball well. What's it? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't think that. Because they cannot that. catch. He can catch. That's a that's a rarity at corner. Yeah, he got a brother that plays wide receiver. You think he can't catch the ball for sure? hundred percent. That's why he catch. attacks the ball so much. That's why he gives he up so catch, many yards because guard. he's gonna go for the ball. Hey, look. He Is could guard. He... he could guard, but he chooses to try to get the interception. That's for why. For I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, fifty percent of the time, that, that that's what's gonna bite them in the butt, but. If that's what you like, no, that's what you that's like, fact. right? That, that's facts right there. That's facts. But 
You know, hey. You're right. Listen, yeah, it's it's a high risk, high reward. I agree with you 100. percent That's why he's got 11 interceptions on the year. But that's also why he's giving up the yards he has because it's yeah, high no. risk, high reward, brother. Exactly, exactly. Hey, go For big or me, go home. Yeah, no, I, listen, hey, listen. All I'm saying is, if I, I I wouldn't be complaining if I had him on my team. <laughs> I ain't saying that. Trust me, I ain't saying that. So who you got? But, I like the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have a little bit too much for the 49ers to handle, uh, especially in Jerry world. To me, Dak Prescott has a giant chip on his shoulder to prove that he can take this team farther than anybody expects him to, because every single year you kind of expect the same thing from the Cowboys. If they make the playoffs, it's a one and done. And if they don't make the playoffs, they're going, you know, 500. That's how it's been the past couple years. Right. And, since Dak's been there, you can see – well, no, yeah, no, you're right. It's been that way for a long time. But since Dak's been there, you can see the culture kind of trending in the right direction. It's been like that for a long time. To me, San Francisco has a fantastic defense. Don't get it twisted. But True. the likes of CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Cedric Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, Super. playing out of his mind since Gallup has been out. Like another guy that's just stepped up massively for you guys – if Zeke and Tony Powered can maintain a stable run game, I see Dallas winning a close one. I like it. I like it. So we'll jump to this last one. This last one really got me on, on the fence because I don't really know who to choose. And it's the divisional game, so it's going to be on fire for sure. Monday night, 8, 15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Cardinals at the Rams. And I say at the Rams because I feel like L.A. got the advantage because they are are at home. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, the last game, which I actually tuned in at Logan's spot, Aaron Donald had three sacks on Kyler Murray that game. The Cardinals' offense line is very – it's middle of the pack. I feel like the Rams pass rush with Von Miller finally getting acclimated into the scheme. I think they're better to take advantage of the Cardinals' offensive line and cause havoc for Kyler Murray, and they'll come out with the W. I will say, disclaimer, Matt Stafford, we got to stop with the picks. All right, that's eight picks in the last three games. I defended you coming into the season. Don't make me look like an idiot already. All right, please. Hey, stop with the picks. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Mess me up in fantasy two weeks. I don't want to talk about it. Go ahead, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of like we were talking about earlier, right? These two teams have already played twice this year. I can't quite – I know – I know Kyler Murray in the beginning of the year routed the Rams by a final score of 37 to 20. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the Rams, like Justin was just saying, the Rams got the best of them the second time they played. And you were at my house for that, right? I yeah. I will. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Sick invite. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, nah. So to me, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough, right? Because two teams that really haven't looked as sharp as they did all throughout the entire year, the past couple weeks, uh, Arizona's been struggling. The Rams lost a tough one to San Francisco last week. <sighs> man. I like the way the Rams match up in this game, especially on the defensive side. I think they can cause a lot of problems, especially with no DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's going to be a tall mountain to climb for that Cardinals offense. But on the other hand, I can't seem to wrap my head around trusting Matt Stafford in situations like this. I just at your and like I think about it, I'm like, well, he's always played for the Lions during these times, during these pressing times of the playoffs. So that could be the reason. 
But it also could be the fact that he just doesn't have that extra it factor. And that's kind of how I've always felt about Matt Stafford. Will he get past the wild card round? I don't, I, I really don't know, right? I'm going to take the Rams solely on the fact that I think their defense matches up really, really well against Arizona's offense. But I can't say that I'm 100% confident in this Rams team moving forward, even if, even if they get through Arizona. Yeah, I get that. I get that 100%. And it, if they match up against a very tough team like, because I think they would play the Packers next, no? Yeah, the Packers well, on the on the bye. Yeah, if all if all the teams win, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would. Yeah, so if the Rams win, they would play against the Packers. So for sure, moving forward, I would not put my trust in them. But for this game, I got Matthew Stafford in five out of seven fantasy football leagues. Yes, I'm an addict. Don't worry he about did that. Have a good, yo, he did have a good fantasy year. He I'm had a good that. fantasy year, so I gotta put my trust year. in him for even more, bro. Did Especially have, did have the the weapons that he got. He got Cam Akers coming back. He got Daryl Henderson. He got Odell Beckham. He got Cooper Cup. Yo, he just has so many weapons on offense. If he had Robert Woods, it would be, a, I think, by like three touchdowns, they would win. But they don't have him. I think it's going to be a close game because both defenses are great and both offenses are great. I think both of these you teams. Think Robert are... Woods is a three touchdown difference. Dude, it's just that having so many weapons on offense is you mix the minds of these defenses, so they're not gonna really know who to play on. They don't know what what safety is gonna be on cover two or cover three, and who's gonna play man and stuff. So adding in Robert Woods with all those weapons, you you get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I just had to make sure we're on the same page before 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 you continue. I was like, I was like, damn, all right. If Cooper Cup wasn't there, then maybe I could I could see that. Like, all right, yeah, it could be a three. I said this last time. When I was on the on the G perspective, I was I was remembering about like mid October. I swore everything was Odell's fault. I swore he was just <laughs> right, right, right. right? Odell's Odell's overrated. Oh, he's not no. good receiver. Oh. oh my god, he's only had one catch that put his social media career on on oh. pause on fluke. What happened? I'm, I'm confused. Man. I'm confused, but I, I digress. Yeah, digress. and the the best part is too about Odell. I don't want to. I don't want to change topics like that but man like ever since he's put that rams uniform on bro like he'd be, he be, he be making catches that he was making in new york like he's like that's he's because like, he got a ooh, quarterback ooh, and so like, 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 from the ball if you get two yeah. if your job is to catch the ball as a receiver and you get two targets a game you tell me how productive yeah and, and i think that's what the problem was right like baker mayfield as 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 blatantly bad as I think he is, he's still an NFL quarterback, right? And he can make throws. Like, he can, he can hit a guy in the chest, right? You don't get to where you are if you're not hitting a guy in the chest. But the fact of the matter is exactly what you just said, Justin. He was neglecting to throw this guy the football. And it's like... Why? Why? Like, yeah, like, you, you got a perennial superstar talent on your team. And you just decide to not look his direction. Like... And you want, and you wonder, you wonder why he comes out saying all this stuff about you, like as as a person. It's like the wide receivers are divas number one, right? So get that out of the way. They're all they're all fucking divas. Every single one of them. I don't care. I don't care. They're all divas. So if they're not getting what they want, they will let, they will let you know, right? Like you see well, you it. Well, you have the ability to change the game. I'm gonna complain too. 
No, damn right. But this, that's exactly why they have the jurisdiction to do such thing, bro. That's why T.O. can go and say all these fuck shit to Donovan McNabb because he has the audacity to do that because he elevates his game that much. It's the same thing right here, man. Odell can elevate anybody's game, bro. Anybody. And if you don't know that, you don't know ball. Amen, Logan. Amen. The first game he had with the Rams, he didn't have a touchdown. Every single game after that, he had a touchdown. Tell me Odell is overrated, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't get that. Like that's a, that narrative. That narrative to me is jealousy of people that wish he was in his position. Of course, he, of course. He, he gets a. He's got the uh, the platform everybody else wants. Yep. But he makes it well. Ah, man. I, Odell's a story, man. Because people people will categorize him with like the ABs of the world, and it's like, bro, this guy is an intellectual. Like he's a smart motherfucker. Not a lot of people know. I, I wish, yo, I wish this is what this is what us three should do, bro. We got we gotta start up some some random like documentary series or podcast or something to just talk to these guys about anything but the fucking sports that they play. Because I promise you, if you had a conversation with Odell Beckham Jr., you would love the man. Oh, he's great. From what I've seen. Watch us in yeah, a exactly. few years when we have our own show on Amazon, on ESPN, or wherever hey, the hell bro. we get a network. Watch us, dog. We're we, we we'll going we to have these guests we'll on the him. show. We'll man. hit him with it. We'll hit him with the flashback of this Zoom right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were, we, were, we were about to talk about you now. Right. <laughs> you ain't you ain't no overrated player. You a great <laughs> wide receiver. And you just needed a quarterback. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, we got one more game, don't we, George? Uh, shh. If you want to remind me of one that I didn't write down, the Steelers and the Chiefs. The Steelers, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I skipped uh, over it. I skipped over it. We got a, a, we got a few it. minutes left, so let's do it right quick. You know what I'm saying? With this Zoom upgrade, Justin. I got to upgrade a pro because this thing is <laughs> Yo, Justin, <laughs> thing is weak. I wonder, I wonder why he didn't talk about the Chiefs Steelers, bro. Maybe it's because the Steelers fucking quarterback came out and said, we got no chance of winning this game. We might as well not even show up. I was like, really who does that? Game, yeah, who really does that, this is, bro? This is a setup game. A setup. Like, everybody's going to pick the Chiefs. This is all going to come out with some heart. But when the way Big Ben was talking at that press conference and Deontay Johnson just guaranteed a win, no, no. It's over. Pat Mahomes going to light them up. It's done. No, yeah, yeah. Pat Mahomes about to throw for 18 touchdowns, 20,000 yards. He's going to have a fumble, recover it, run it to the crib, 100-yard game. Yeah. So... I tend to disagree with both of you. I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring affair, right? I don't think either team's going to score that many points. You don't think Mahomes is going to throw for a touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns? You think it's going to be low-scoring? You think it's going to be field goal games? No, 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 no. Listen, their okay. points will be – just, uh, just had to make sure. Just had to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, it's not, going to be, it's not going to be like a classic AFC North battle. Like, it won't be like that. But I will say – I really like the way the Steelers' defense matches up with the Chiefs' offense, man. I really do. T.J. Watt is a specimen, right? Like, this guy is a made-out-of-a-lab type thing. Logan, I want to remind you, they played a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 36 to 10. Listen. I, I I get this. I and, and and I'm not and I'm not trying to tell I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that the Steelers are going to win this football game. But the fact of the matter is <laughs> bro, Justin, you know just as well as I do that that game three or four weeks ago has nothing compared to a game that happens on the new year Amen. in January, bro. True. It don't, right? Amen. You, you, I don't know. 
I whenever I think of football in this like playoff atmosphere aspect, I think of that fucking Giants team that went eight and eight and somehow, some way beat that undefeated Patriots team to win the Super Bowl. That is NFL playoff football to me, bro. You're right. I don't think this game is going to be out of hand, bro. I see like a 23-17, slobber fest that Pat Mahomes, obviously, at Arrowhead. I'm not doubting that they're going to win that game, right? Big Ben's career will be over come this weekend. But it will not happen without a play. All right, all right. All right, let's uh let's wrap it up right quick because we're about to run out of this time. Unless you guys want to send me some money through Zelle, Cash App, Venmo, whatever you want to upgrade to this pro. But um, yeah, I got I got the Chiefs. It's gonna be especially what the the way that they've been playing defense the last few weeks. I got the Chiefs. Quick, easy, easy take. What about you, Justin? Yeah, I got the Chiefs too. Easily, not easy, but like 27-13, something like that. Okay, okay. All right, guys. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Let the people know where they could find you, where they could view your stuff, and check out your content, man. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Freezy Sports. I just posted before the Zoom, too, so go like my TikToks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Same thing as last week. Logan Peter 9, Around the John podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball pod, most talk about the Phillies, but it's gravitating more towards all MLB so we can get everybody in there talking, all that good stuff. But yeah, you know where to find me. Yeah, you guys know where to find me. YouTube, Mike Media underscore Instagram, same thing. Twitter, at George Mike Perez. And the podcast, you can find it wherever you get your podcast under the G Perspective. Gentlemen, thank you again. And just real quick before we get out of here, I hope you guys keep doing that hard work that you're doing. Keep grinding, keep striving for for that greatness in the classroom. You know, hopefully we link up again in another class and down in the future. And then graduation is right around the corner, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Here we come. (laughs) End of this year is a wrap. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) 